0: Thanksgiving is one of my very favorite holidays. I certainly love it as much as I love Christmas, even though it doesn't get near the treatment that Christmas gets. Growing up, Thanksgiving was the day when my mom's side of the family got together. It was always this huge meal with lots of people, and of the big three, food, family, and faith, the first two were always associated with Thanksgiving. But... The faith aspect of Thanksgiving wasn't really ignited in me until around 1986. I was still a new Christian, and I was learning how to have a different outlook on life. Then along came an album by a group called Petra. The album, titled Back to the Street, was the first album to be produced by John and Dino Elefante, and the first to feature a new lead singer named John Schlitt. The entire album is just amazing and it's one of my all-time favorites, but the last song, Thankful Heart, really and truly marked my life. I have a thankful heart that you have given me and it can only come from you. I want to be someone who lives with an attitude of gratitude. And so Thanksgiving is an opportunity each year for me to sort of recalibrate and prepare myself to enjoy the Christmas season in a truly non-commercial, non-material manner. A few years ago, I started thinking, what does the Bible have to say about thankfulness? A lot of my Facebook friends participate in the activity of making a daily post to identify their thankfulness For something or someone. And I think that's fantastic. I mentioned in the previous episode that a number of years ago I started the Let's Say Thanks campaign on Facebook, and each year I try to get a few more people to participate. I think that's also fantastic. But at some point I felt like there was some element that was still missing from my Thanksgiving celebration. When it comes to having a better mind that leads to a better life, I believe that the Bible the Word of God, is the very best place to start. So, I did a thorough study of every single passage in Scripture from Genesis to Revelation that touches the topic of thankfulness. And I found that the Bible really does have a lot to add to this conversation. And then I summarized my findings into 12 uniquely biblical reasons to give thanks. So, here they are. Number one, Scripture commands it. In 1 Chronicles sixteen eight, it says, Give thanks to the Lord. Call on His name. Make known among the nations what He has done. And Psalms 104 says, We're to enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. Need more? Look at Psalm 105, verse 1, Isaiah 12, verse 4, and Colossians three seventeen. They all say the same thing. So, we give thanks because Scripture commands it. Number two, because of His righteousness. Psalm 717 says, I will give thanks to the Lord because of His righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. So, we give thanks because of God's righteousness. Number three, for His laws. Now, what would cause someone to want to get out of a nice warm bed at midnight especially at this time of year when the overnight temps are less than warm. Psalm 119.62 says, At midnight, I rise to give you thanks for your righteous laws. So, we give thanks for God's laws. Number four, because His name is near. Psalm 75.1 says, We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks for your name is near. Men, tell of your wonderful deeds. Now, To me, this is the most fascinating reason that I found in all of Scripture. I think as believers, many of us have really missed out on the power of knowing some of the many names that Scripture uses for God. His names reveal His character, and in many cases, His promises to us. To have that kind of knowledge near or handy is something for which we should truly be thankful. So, we give thanks because His name is is near. Number five, because he reigns. The 24 elders of Revelation eleven seventeen fell prostrate before the Lord, and they had this to say, we give thanks to you, Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was, because you have taken your great power and have begun to reign. So we give thanks because he reigns. Number six, for his deliverance. First Chronicles 16.35 says, Save us, O God, our Savior. Gather us and deliver us from the nations that we may give thanks to your holy name, that we may glory in your praise. Later, Psalms 106.47 would repeat this almost word for word. So, we give thanks for God's deliverance. Number seven, for answered prayer. In Psalm 11821, the Psalmist gave thanks because the Lord answered His prayer for salvation. And in his second letter to the believers in Corinth, Paul said, "Many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. So we give thanks because He answers prayer. Number eight, for Christ and the victory that He gives. In 1 Corinthians 15, 57, Paul writes, But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then in his second letter, he echoes that sentiment saying, But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ, and through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Him. And in 2 Corinthians nine fifteen, he calls this an indescribable gift. So... We give thanks because He gives us the indescribable gift of victory in Christ. Number nine, for His love and deeds. When Scripture uses the same phrase multiple times, even in Psalms, it's worth giving just a little bit of extra attention to. Psalm 107 verse 8, verse 15, verse 21, and verse 31 all say the same thing. Let them give thanks to the Lord for His unfailing love and His wonderful deeds for men. So we give thanks because of His love and His deeds. Number 10, for other believers. In his letter to both the Ephesians and Roman Christians, Paul takes time to give thanks for other believers. Ephesians 1.16 and Romans 6.17. So we give thanks for the family of God. Number 11, because His love and mercy endures forever. Now, this is a big one. 1 Chronicles 16.34 says it outright, Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His love endures forever. Then, in verse 41, people were, quote, chosen and designated by name to give thanks in this fashion. And when Solomon moved the ark into the temple, in 2 Chronicles 5.13, He had a full band and a choir on hand to sing this particular phrase, and then "the temple of the Lord was filled with the glory of the Lord." We see the same phrase used contextually in Second Chronicles seven, three and six, and in chapter twenty, verse twenty one. The psalmist then repeats it eight times in Psalm one hundred six one, one hundred seven one, one eighteen one, and twenty nine, one thirty six one through three. And then finally, the prophet Jeremiah records the phrase in 33.11 as a prophetic promise from the Lord concerning what one day will again be heard in Israel. So, we give thanks because His love and His mercy endures forever. Number 12, for everything. This is probably the hardest reason to give thanks. Ephesians 5.20 says we should be always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And 1 Thessalonians 5.18 backs that up, saying that we should give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's for the good and the bad, the highlights and the lowlights. Of course, it's easier when you make reasons 1-11 through 11 a matter of lifestyle. Whether you're hearing this before or during or after the holiday americans call thanksgiving well it's really kind of irrelevant this is not a thanksgiving idea this is a lifestyle idea one that will transform your life in more ways than you can possibly imagine i encourage you spend some time meditating on each of these reasons to give thanks according to scripture itself because as i said at the beginning of this episode when it comes to having a better mind that always leads to a better life? I believe the Bible, the Word of God, is the very best place to start.